Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast, the podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode number 30 of the Play It By Ear podcast. And we, we thought last time, number 30, we need to do something for number 30. And we decided Play It By Ear Live was our special thing for number 30. So uh, welcome all of you who may or may not be out there because we can't really see. We're just kind of getting these notifications. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Yeah, there you go. What's uh, up, Blake? Oh, yeah. Hey. Welcome, my compatriots. Mr. Liming. Hello, hello. And Mr. Griffin. Good day. Okay, I am going to put the link on the comments. Maybe. Link the link. The missing link. Let me put the link here, and you can click the link. You can always put comments in the comments on Facebook in your Facebook chat. If you would like to join us, if something we're talking about tickles your collective fancy, you can join would it us. Be fancies, fancies, fancy. Uh, what was was it? What that Reaper sing? Fancy. What's that song? Uh, what is it? Put on your red dress, fancy. Don't let me down. Actually, a horrific song. She's basically selling her daughter for. That is pretty bad. Unsundry activities. <laughs> unsundry activities. Uh, yeah, something like that, I guess. Hey, so fancy not don't let me down. Not to be confused with foot. I'm setting fancy free from the Oak Ridge boys. Oak Ridge boys. Todd, I don't know why you, you're you on the stream twice. Oh, there you are. You're on ah. here twice. There's a frozen Todd up in the right-hand corner. And a fresh Todd in the other corner. Fresh Todd. Fresh Todd. Okay, there, I, there it goes. You're gone. Your your frozen Todd is gone. Be, be quick on that uh, that trigger finger to let me in the the show because I got knocked off there for a second. Ooh. Gotcha. All right. So uh, I don't really know as far as who's joining us. If you've listened to the podcast before, I guess we assume that people who are joining us have. But I invited a lot of people, I believe, on Facebook. I'm not sure that have listened yet. So. Uh, if you don't know how this thing works here, each of us come to the table with a topic, and we talk for 20 minutes on that topic. So, uh, again, feel free to leave comments in the uh, comment section on Facebook. We're also live on YouTube. I don't know if anyone's joining us there or not, but uh, if you are, you can also leave comments there, and we can see them. Uh, you can also join us by clicking the link there that I have left in the comments. And uh, Again, feel free. Uh, we can take up to 10 people at a time on screen so uh feel free to join if you like so with are you, that uh, are you saying ahead. who's on there eric no i'm not oh okay so the, so it's up is it my job to say hello to the people that are yes have joined is. us you're, you're, all right you're, well i said i said hello to blake hello katie hello howard william mclean jr <laughs> mr matt young hello kirsten hello celia so far, that's that's who I see. There's more because there are nine. But again, if I don't catch them when they first scroll, I don't see them. 
All right. Well, welcome all. Thank you for joining us. Yes, absolutely. So we are in order of the topics we will have tonight, Brady. And then uh, we were in order till Todd froze up. Now I got to put Todd back where he's there. I am middle there. Okay. Yes. You're the, you're the, the white filling in the Aurea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to push him over there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Brady will have the first topic. Then Todd, then I will round out our uh, episode. So Brady. Yeah. On. Okay. So I'd like to, we were banding around a bunch of topics and uh, Todd brought this one up and it tickled my fancy a bit. And this sounds kind of fun. And quite simply, this segment is called You Get What You Pay For. You Get What You Pay For. So let me give you a little bit of definition there. Um, There's some items that even though they can be found for less expense, it's just not worth it. Go ahead and get the top shelf of whatever that item is. And I think we all have some examples. So uh, be thinking, earbud listeners, what is something that it's an item that even though you can find it cheaper, there's some things you just don't scrimp on. So scrimp is going to be the word of the night. Is it scrimp or is it skimp? I think it's both. I'll take your word for it, I guess. <laughs> unkept, unkempt. <laughs> Same thing. That, that is the ongoing debate on this show. <laughs> unkempt versus unkept. So, Brady, can I also open up maybe the possibility for, in case any of our listeners have the the reverse of that, you know, the opposite of that, if they can think of something that you necessarily don't have to, to uh, you know, pay the most to get the quality. Or better yet, the cheap one's better yeah, than yeah. the expensive one. And how much of that is psychology of wrapping? And I'll I'll elude upon that here in a moment. Okay. I, I, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. So go ahead. Um let me go ahead and kick this off a little bit, if you don't mind. I'll just kind of weigh it into the pool here. Um, there is just there's one item, no matter how hard I try. Um sunglasses. Sunglasses is just one of those things that I have tried cheap sunglasses and my eyes don't like it. Um, I could tell a big difference between, you know, more expensive sunglasses and the cheap variety. Good Lord knows that I wish that I could buy a $6 pair of sunglasses and it have the same enjoyment and effect. And it's not psychology. I, I promise on this one, it is not psychology. Gentlemen, do you wish to opine on sunglasses? ZZ Top had no, no problem with cheap sunglasses. Yeah. Cheap sunglasses. Da, 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 da. Is that the riff? I think so. I think so. Uh, well, first off, uh, Mrs. Wilson, uh, I still say Mrs. Wilson. It's been 28 years or so since I had her as a teacher, but uh, she, chimed in. Be Wilson. she chimed in and um, – Dennis the Menace there. On something that I definitely want to hit on here in a little bit, but um, and I'll get back to that in a second. But Brady, about the sunglasses, I don't really know if if my history is this. I used to buy a pair of sunglasses every summer, and I would lose them or tear them up every summer. Mm-hmm. And then for that reason, I kept buying cheap sunglasses. But then one year, I bought a pair of Ray-Bans. And that was, I'm going to say that was seven, eight years ago. I bought my first pair of Ray-Bans and I still have them. They're like new. 
but I think a lot of that was I knew I paid a lot more money for them, so I took better care of them. So I don't. So I guess in a way, you're still getting what you pay for. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't know that there are not cheaper sunglasses that are made just as well. Uh, I just don't fool with them anymore because, you know, I haven't found them yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the um, lost arc finding a good pair of cheap sunglasses. Like my eyes can literally tell the difference. So, are there levels of cheap sunglasses? So, for example, if I walk into a first stop, let's say, mm-hmm. and buy a pair of sunglasses off their shelf, is that worse than buying a pair of cheap sunglasses let's say at walmart yes uh, you'll yeah. you be lucky to get to your car before one of the lenses pops out right right ricochet the only, the, go ahead and the only thing that is polarizing about the cheap sunglasses you get at the dollar store is how stupid they look one it will polarize the car how you know it like when you're wearing one lens out or it gets cockeyed on your head because the hinges are bent. Um, my whole thing, you know, with the levels, um, I found a particular brand that was about 35, 40 bucks. And the deal was they were polarized, but they would replace them twice, no questions asked. So if you sat on them and broke them, they would replace them. They ended up at the bottom of the ocean, they would replace them, but they would replace them twice. And I was pretty excited about this, and I was happy with my first pair, but then they broke every two weeks. Like, it, it went back to that quality thing. And by the time I was paying shipping and everything, it's like, geez, why am I keeping on doing this? And, and it really was a quality issue. Uh, and I have I have levels, to answer Eric's level question. I have, I have two pair of Ray-Bans that I wear for most purposes, but I do have um, – a cheaper level that I wear. I buy uh, like the uh, kind of like the, uh, what do they call them? The, like the police officers always wore my and chips. Aviator. The aviator style. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's the I'm only police around. officer show I could think of. It's been 40 years. More Reno 911. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But anyway, I have two pair of those and I bought those at just like pennies for, yeah. for like 25 bucks. So while I wouldn't call those cheap, Definitely they cheaper than Ray Bans, but yeah. and, and they last a good while too. But I, I definitely think you get what you pay for with, with sunglasses. Yeah, your retinas will thank you. So, um, but that's just one example. Um, do you guys have another uh, item you'd like to throw in there? What's something that came to your mind? Well, I, I do want to remind our uh, our watchers here, listeners. You can leave a comment on Facebook. You can leave a comment on uh, YouTube. Chime in with things that you uh, you get what you pay for either on either end of that, I guess you can join us with a live comment there on the uh, link on the comments. So was someone getting ready to speak? Cause if not, I will go ahead, Todd. Well, I was just going to say that um, we're, we're actually getting several people commenting and I'm trying my best to kind of keep up with that. Uh, Miss Wilson said uh, Heinz ketchup, and I, that's exactly where I was going to go with this. That is a fact. Um, now we're going to get into ketchup versus catsup. Heinz ketchup. None of that fancy, fancy catsup, ketchup. tomato catsup. Uh, no red gold or whatever that junk is. Uh, hunts. I'll even <laughs> you can throw hunts in the trash. It, it's Heinz <laughs> or or die for me. Heinz even though die. that's a, that's strictly from Steeler Country, we we'll, we'll give them a pass on the ketchup. Yeah, if Katie so, is still lasting, hide her comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it, she's our Steelers fan. 
again, Heinz is the only the only ketchup to eat, and uh, anybody who eats anything other than Heinz, you're wrong. So uh, I'll leave it that. And then the other comment I saw, uh, uh, Mr. Blake Kibler says toilet paper, and uh, that is a fact too. If it doesn't have animated bears on it, I don't want it near my rear end. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, that goes, it goes so many different directions. I mean, we're talking uh, consistency. Yeah. We're talking thickness. We're talking uh, <laughs> softness on your nether regions. I mean, they're just you, so you many. You lost me there, Eric, because you said it only goes one direction. It goes many directions. Like, no, I'm pretty sure the toilet paper goes one direction. I got you. I got you. I got you. Front to back is what I was <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I. Uh, <laughs> and our viewers just went down to twelve. Yeah. Twelve cool people. Exactly. You wiped away two listeners. <laughs> okay. Josh uh, Michael says cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Ooh. Now, what does Josh mean by cheese? Like craft, or like when no. you go to the fine cheeses. <laughs> Fine cheeses, Isle of Kroger. <laughs> various cheeses. I think that was uh, from the earlier podcast. It was various cheeses. I just, I just got what you were talking about there. <laughs> yeah, I, I have had bad cheese, like like uh, flavorite or something cheese that I, I. It's just like eating a block of wax. Flavorong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does flavor anyone know flavorite anymore? I haven't seen flavorite in ten years. I don't think I think it's I think it's gone. I think they make uh, but anyway. I, <laughs> but uh good old uh government cheese. Government cheese was pretty good. It was solid. Uh, I hear a lot about I hear a lot of I I don't know that I've had it. Uh if I if I do I don't if, remember, but I if you've but eaten I, in the cafeteria uh, at school, you've had it. Well then I have, yeah, that's true. I yeah, I don't mind the cheese there at any school. Okay, that, that's a good segue. Speaking of school, I'm, I'm going to give you a good example if you get what you pay for. Crayola versus any other crayon. Preach. Marker. I mean, I live in elementary world every day. So, yeah. You know, those markers that you buy that are like dead after three swipes. I mean, what, what is up with that? It's got to be Crayola. There is no other brand. And it doesn't There's, stick to the paper well. What is the big brand that's 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 kind of uh, right there alongside? It, it, is it Color Art or something or yeah. Rose Art? Rose Art. That's it. Yeah. Rose Art. What is it? Rose, Rose Art. Rose Art. Yes. Yes. Whatever they are, that you know, you can get you can get Crayola crayons like fifty cents for a box, or those for like twenty seven cents for a box. Well, that's fat Brady. You better chip in the extra few cents for for Randallin and get the Crayola. Yeah, I, I think she has. I think most of her are her crayons are Crayola. Now, sometimes those there's those ones that you get from like Chick Fil A or Frisch's with the kids meals, <laughs> and um, they're, they're about as bottom shelf as you could get. You basically have to melt those with a soldering iron to get them to stick to paper, and you could just like you know go heavy on it and it doesn't stick so yeah a absolutely um i almost want to throw eric you're not too far off elmer's glue oh yeah elmer made some fine glue because everybody else's is a cheap 
imitation. That, that is a fact as well. Which, by uh, the way, what the heck is that on Elmer's glue? That pig cow thing. <laughs> it's a bull. <laughs> it's a bull. Elmer's it's a, a bull. Weird, I never, I, I never knew what it was, but it was just it's weird born. looking. Elmer's a bull. Uh, okay. We had uh, someone say uh, Annie Kaiser Ticonderoga pencils. I was going to go to segue from the crayons into the to those pencils exactly. Uh, every other pencil should be thrown away, removed Number from the planet. Two pencil. And uh, and then say you mentioned one earlier. I, I noticed boots. And uh, if you're a boot person, uh, you'll definitely. I, I'm a kind of a boot. Uh, I, I'm a, a boot obsessed guy. I have That's several pairs of boots. And uh, and you definitely get what you pay for as far as boots. Although I do have a theory that I think that females are a little luckier than guys when it comes to boots. I think they have options at the at the lower level prices that the guys just don't have. But any cheaper boots I've ever bought, they they don't last no time. Gee, aha! Sorry, that doesn't looks like a pig cow. <laughs> that's a bull. Can't tell that's a bull. He's well, ring in his nose. Oh, <laughs> it's a ring. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a round snout. <laughs> like it's had it had like a cylindrical proboscis there, but that's just a ring. All right. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. But Elmer and I wonder what Elmer's bull. I wonder what the story makes you wonder about the, you know, the origins of Elmer's clue just a little I- bit. I got wine. I got one that just came. I got wine. <laughs> I'm actually going to say wine. So I said, I got wine. Uh, several years back when say and I were first married, we were uh, going out to Indianapolis and watching a, uh, an NBA basketball game. And we stayed at embassy suites downtown. And uh, you know, we we're pretty young. we have been married a year or two and we wanted to get a bottle of wine from room service. And so we, you know, we were trying to live, live the high life. And I ordered a $4 bottle of wine from room service and uh yeah it might be the most it might be the most disgusting drink i've ever uh, sampled Uh, paper bag (laughs) we spent the rest of the night well i should have known because a bottle of uh, like just jack daniels or jim beam was like 98 bucks which anybody who knows jim beam is not an expensive (laughs) uh bottle typically so I should have known by that price comparison that the $4 bottle of wine would not have been much. But we spent the rest of the night dumping sugar packets in our glass of wine just so we could uh, so we could stomach it. it. Kind of the kind of wine that was made in Fred Sanford's bathtub, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I would go as to say all alcoholic beverages, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, um, one that I came up with, um, speakers. Car speakers, um, home entertainment, um, you know, it's it's a well-known, you know, it's no secret that my hearing and my ears are terrible, but even I can tell a difference between a good speaker and a bad speaker, Um, you know, where it gets to rattling and it sounds like, you know, broken eggs in it. And um, so speakers is one of those things. Now, I'm not saying, you know, go out and buy the Bose acoustic wave or whatever it is, the $5,000 speaker. But, you know, I could definitely tell the difference between like a, Oh, I'm going to date myself here. A Kenwood or a pioneer as opposed to Bob speakers, you know? (laughs) So that transitions into, into like guitar amps and things like that. I mean, you typically get what you pay for. 
in those. Now, guitars, on the other hand, I would argue that you don't always get what you pay for. And it's kind of, like I mentioned at the beginning here, it's kind of the opposite of, of that. So, I mean, if you're willing to do a little work and you know what you're doing, which I don't, but I know that there are people that do, you can make some pretty cheap guitars sound sound really good. Yeah. Okay, so um, I said I was going to talk about the psychology of all this. Okay. So when you go to Kroger and you buy the Kroger brand, and I don't know if this is still the case or not, but I know several years ago, if you bought, let's say, Kroger brand barbecue chips, mm -hmm. and you would look at the label, and you would read the fine print, and it would say, bagged at the Hussman Potato Chip Company. So you were essentially buying Husband's barbecue chips in a Kroger bag. So but basically, how, how many people said, I love Husband's much better than Kroger, but essentially they were the same chip. That's because um, basically what you're paying for is the little character of a screaming person in the front of the bag. Because doesn't yeah. Husband's have a yelling kid or a yelling dude on it? It does. I think it's a yelling pig cow it's a yelling pig <laughs> <laughs> I, I can Who get that <laughs> husband's happen to be my favorite barbecue chips and uh i can kind of see that i can taste the the similarity so i wouldn't be surprised i you guys remember my old buddy phil uh you know phil used to work for kroger back in the day and uh, his job was to make the Kroger products that he the, the he worked in red sauces, I believe it was, like sauces and jellies and stuff. And it was to make the Kroger version taste as much like the the name brand version, you know. And, and so if people like him did their job well, then I would say that you probably couldn't taste much of a difference between them. So I would say, Eric, you're on to something with the packaging. Um, There is a uh, – it's basically Lucky Charms, but it's the Kroger Lucky Charms. There's and I and I apologize. I don't remember if it is Lucky Charms, but I think it is. The Kroger brand tastes better than the original. What does Kroger call their Lucky Charms? I think they're called um, Magical Mallows or something like that. <laughs> well, uh, Blake Kibler just chimed in and said Dr. K compared to Dr. Pepper. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you're saying Blake that Dr. K is comparable is is you know as good or better than Dr. Pepper. But uh, that's probably something that I would say. Usually you get what you pay for. The, typically the name brand pop <laughs> is better. Although I was always a Fago fan. <laughs> I have to throw in there um, for Reagan's birthday party this past July. You know, um, we got some cheap cheap soda at the Dollar General. And um, it was Dr. Topper. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Topper is a fine soda now. I can't say that it's better than Dr. Pepper because it's supposed to be, but it's different enough where it stands on its own. So Dr. Topper is, I, I'm okay with that. So the, that, that's the funny thing about all these off brands, the, the names they come up with. One of those stores, I don't know if it's Walmart or has Mountain Holler. Mountain yeah. Thunder. Mountain, yeah, Mountain Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Caffeine Lightning. Well, then you always had the, you had the, the, Name brand still, but still like Mellow Yellow. I mean, what would you call Mellow Yellow? It wasn't really an off brand. That, that I, I was going to competitor with Mr. Pibb versus Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. My Squirt. taste buds still remember. <laughs> My taste buds still. Squirt and slice. 
<laughs> um, sorry, I, I I could just not feel like an adult and order. Can you bring me some squirt, please? <laughs> yeah, I well, just feel so silly. So what was it? Because you had squirt and you had slice. Was it slice? There was slice. True story about the- slice. At the mall, they um they corralled me into one of those uh oh what do you call it survey things, and they gave me um a bunch of samples of slice. Uh, there is apple slice, mandarin orange slice, I cherry like slice, and um but I I was one of the taste like which slice flavored slice was good. All I remember is grape slice was terrible, and it and it didn't make it. Well. I haven't told a, uh, I haven't told a very quick here. I haven't told a Chuck story in a while, but um, we grew up in the house. We grew up. There were two food items that you didn't touch, and it was Dad's cookies and Dad's cereal. And uh, his his cookies. When I was a Ute, and I couldn't, you know, I wasn't tall enough or could, not smart enough to get a chair and climb. They were they were always kept in the small cabinet above the stove that no one ever uses. Uh, the useless one that's just up there. It's too small to really keep the house anything useful. I think they run uh, through it. Yeah. And uh, so they were devil's food cookies, like the just the round chocolate food. What, Eric? There, there was those cookies with the big marshmallow glob on top. Is that the ones you're talking about? No, these were just, just devil's food. They were just a chocolate disc. And inside they had like devil's food cake, like – and we didn't touch those. We weren't allowed to have those. Because but he they also were satanic. Had <laughs> he had daddy's cereal, dad's cereal, and it was frosted mini wheats. And uh, as I got Maybe older, I, I learned how I, I loved frosted mini wheats. And we tried about every off-brand of frosted mini wheats you could find and were highly uh, disappointed with all of them except for Kroger. Kroger has a good frosted mini wheat knockoff. I can't think of the name of it, but. So uh, was Chuck the Marie Antoinette of Frosted Mini Wheats? Was he eating the actual Frosted Mini Wheats and feeding you the Kroger brand? <laughs> well, no, because I don't think Kroger had a brand back when back when we were growing up. But he you know, he started out eating them. It was the full size wheat. Yeah, yeah the full it's like size. a bale of hay in a bowl. Yeah, well, not the ones like they had the ones that was just one chunk, like a plug. Yeah, it was frosted. frosted it was called plug shredded wheat. wheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just a chunk. It was a, dropped off by an international uh, harvester right into your bowl. Yeah, it was a a meteor of cereal, cereal in a bowl with just some, you know, some snow on the top of it. And uh, but then they went to the full sized. They were about yay big, about two inches long, and then they went to the ones that are about an inch long. They truly are mini weeds. Yes, guaranteed trip to the bathroom within an hour. <laughs> oh man, if you're yeah. ready. Do you know what would be a fun topic one time? We need to uh, think of name brand foods and cereals and sodas, and then we need to name our own off-brand. Howard William McLean, and I apologize, guys. I haven't been able to keep up with the comments, but uh, 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 Becky mentioned Magic Stars. I'm, I'm thinking that was probably to the uh, Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms. Uh, comment. Um, several people mentioned the government cheese and how tasty it is. Uh, and then Karen, uh, Lewis says all Kroger, uh, also Kroger ripple chips are the bomb. And then Howard William McLean Jr. has mentioned several things like equate brands, which I know is Walmart's 
right. brand. And he says that they uh, are manufactured by name brand companies. And he also mentioned, and I didn't think about this, was the Hydrox uh, being the Oreo knockoffs. It sounds like a medicine. That's There's nothing appealing about that. Here, give me a plate of Hydrox. What? <laughs> okay, I, I was listening to a Gary Goldman bit about cookies, and he mentioned Hydrox. The only redeeming factor for the Jewish population is Hydrox cookies are kosher. Ah, maybe that maybe that's the angle they're going at here. Uh, big shout out, Eric, to Mister Pete Fiscus, who is joining. Who's ah, watching we have we have a parental unit in the house, uh, so I can't tell any Pete stories now, right? <laughs> He'll tell you to get up and move. He he will. <laughs> All right, our twenty minutes are up on that topic that flew by gentlemen it did oddly enough we end up staying in the food area most of the we we tend to do that we uh i mean look at us i guess that's a uh a, a middle-aged um maybe trap to fall into there Todd. <laughs> speaking of that uh, big way all right so my topic tonight is going to be one that uh my dear wife say will enjoy very much and uh you know, she doesn't chime in a lot on, on giving me topic ideas, but we've had an argument, an ongoing argument for, we've been married almost 20 years and this argument has been going strong every fall for 20 years now. And she grew up, uh, by the way, my topic is chili. It's chili season. Uh, I figured it was, uh, it was time to, to discuss it as we get into the cooler weather, but she grew up eating something with her chili that I think is absolutely wrong, and that is grilled cheese sandwiches with her chili. Gentlemen, go ahead and uh, chime in on that really quickly. What sound effect would you give that? Sacrilege! <laughs> Heresy! <laughs> I grew up in uh, a household that was correct, and we ate uh, <laughs> peanut butter sandwiches with chili. So I would like to start off my chili topic with what is it? Is it peanut butter sandwiches with chili or is it grilled cheese with chili? What is or the side item? Pimento cheese with chili. Ah, or cornbreads. Cornbreads. I, I, isn't cornbread more of a bean soup sort of side dish, side item? You can't eat bean soup without some cornbread. But and I'm not saying that cornbread with chili would be a bad thing. It, it could very well be fine, but it's not jibing in my head too well. Well, I think that has to do. And one of the things that I made some notes here on this one. I don't typically make notes, but I wanted to make sure I hit all of the chili highlights. And one of the things was beans versus no beans. And then I guess you could go and say if you're a beans person, you're chili. Do you like a lot or a little bit of beans? I think the higher the bean count, the better cornbreads would be with with chili um i like me some beans in my chili um now i'm gonna go even farther when i make my own chili i like a variety of various beans various legumes um i like black bean and chili in bean. chili no yeah yeah there is only one bean that is meant to be in a chili <laughs> and it's a chili bean it is a well, chili bean. It, it, it is geographically correct to eat 
a black bean in chili. I, see, th- that's going to tie into a lot of different things here, but I, I agree with Brady in saying that I like various beans, but n- none of them do I want to be a black bean. That is more of a uh, like a, a, a Mexican food dish that I would enjoy with black beans in it. I, I don't that doesn't cross over into my chili, but I do like the dark red. Chili is a Mexican like, dish. I know, but not not the way I eat it. You don't you don't okay. dip peanut butter in most Mexican dishes. You don't dip peanut butter sandwiches in your tacos or your or your burritos or anything like that. So Sky, I do like Skyline has a black beans and rice bowl. They do not call it chili. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. Thanks, Eric. Yes, I'd, I'd get right to the point there for you. <laughs> I, so I like a to, colorful array in my chili. I don't mind the lighter kidney bean. I don't know the names of any of these. The lighter colored red kidney beans, the darker red kidney beans, the ones that just say chili beans. That's as simple as it gets. You buy a can says chili beans and you put them in your chili. They need to make chili cheese, chili crackers. They do make chili crackers. Well, they're, but anyway, they're, it goes they're like this. Oyster crackers. Chili and peanut butter. Oyster crackers, you're right. Which I don't like in my chili. Say Oysters. What? Grilled cheese what? goes with tomato soup. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you're you're lagging a little bit there. So yeah, you, you say grilled cheese goes with tomato soup and chili. Yeah, I don't think I was lagging. I just stopped talking because I, you guys were saying oysters over and over again. I didn't know what you were talking about. We thought you meant grilled oysters cheese in goes your with chili. tomato soup. No, he said oyster crackers, and I said I don't like those in my chili. Ah, I got gotcha. you. And I said sacrilege. Yeah, so go. right. <laughs> Grilled cheese goes with tomato soup, and and chicken noodle soup. Peanut butter goes with chili. Pimento cheese can go with soup as well. <laughs> but you don't cross peanut butter into those soups. Yeah, I, okay, like, I like me French onion soup. But what is supposed to go in French onion soup is a baguette. It needs to be le pin baguette. It needs to be French bread. If you put cornbread or peanut butter or anything else in it, it would cease to be French onion soup. Chili, even, it's not quite that extreme, but it's pretty close. Uh, it, you know, it, it, that, that peanut butter thing yeah that, that that component there's just really nothing else that fits mademoiselle granger how about cheese out. cheese how about cheese in your chili absolutely cheese in my chili i tend to put cheese in my cincinnati chili but in my tex kind of chili the traditional kind of chili that we eat uh, you know the, the the kind we're talking about with the beans and everything yeah um i don't enjoy cheese as much in that now, I like a lot of crackers, which basically turns into a mortar paste. I, I, I like to throw so many crackers in there that it almost ceases to be liquid. <laughs> so, uh, well, go ahead. So the, the, there, there are various types of chili, okay? You, you speak of Cincinnati chili, which is a very polarizing dish. I mean, if you talk to anyone <laughs> outside of this region, uh, a lot of them are very repulsed by Cincinnati chili and think it's a, as Scottish food is to, uh, so I married an ax murderer based on a dare, but uh, you have that type of chili. You have Texas chili. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Turkey chili, 
you have white, white chili. Yeah, white chili. Um, then they're uh, like uh, Detroit has conies that they call conies, and they put a different kind of chili on their conies. It's like unkempt Jose on a hot dog instead of true chili. It, it is. <laughs> I should have been more specific about chilies. I'm talking about just your good old fashioned chili because i would not dip peanut butter sandwiches in white like white chicken chili i wouldn't i wouldn't dip peanut butter in that that would be more like a grilled cheese yeah um would talk sorry go ahead todd well you my thing about cheese is i i start my chili with cheese i when i first pour the bowl i put shredded cheese on it but i eat off all the cheese before i start dipping my peanut butter sandwich (laughs) you can't have you can't pull up your peanut butter sandwich and have (laughs) spider or uh, spider, uh, like chili, uh, shreds of of cheese on it that look like spiders attached to it. Uh, So I eat all that off. And uh, Josh uh, mentioned, Josh Michael mentioned sour cream. Same thing. I like sour cream at first on my chili with cheese. Oh, man. You can't get sour cream on your peanut butter sandwich, though. You can't get sour cream on anything. so, So, Todd, I will say that is rather daring a food choice to possibly mix the peanut butter sandwich and the cheese that's that's i mean you're you're getting into cheese on apple pie territory that's dangerous well that's why you eat it all out you eat all the cheese out of the bowl and then you're and then you add more crackers and then you're and then your peanut butter i'll tell you what i've started doing i've started skipping the middle i've eliminated the middleman i put peanut butter on my crackers and throw them in there so you're getting lazy in your old age you don't even want to dip same week. So, actually, I try to save calories. I figure if I, because I'm going to eat a bunch of crackers in it anyway, so I figure if I can just put the peanut butter directly on them, then I'm better <laughs> off. That's, that's a solid yeah. line. I, I'm intrigued by this melting the cheese down onto the chili, but then eating it before you put anything on top of it. It's, it's almost like a prophylactic effect. It keeps the it keeps the the sandwich from bouncing in, and it's like forms a a layer on it, then you eat the layer and then you put the sandwich in there. Yeah. You know, uh, try and look at some of our comments here. Um, I'm getting hot sauce a lot. Um, Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I had a good point. Uh, Skylander gold star is all without beans. So we were talking about the bean thing. Is there none of their chili has beans in it until you add beans on the, until you add beans to to the the four way. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't have black beans in it, Brady. Well, okay, then. If, if you <laughs> want to get into Skyline versus Gold Star, there's only one answer there as well. I see. My answer is not so not so simple. Yeah. I like I like Gold Star Coney's and Skyline Ways. Okay, why the difference? Because, well, if I'm getting a chili cheese sandwich, sandwich, I. I can't taste the difference between Gold Star and Skyline, but the hot dogs at Skyline to me taste watered down. They're waterbogged. They're like, like they've been sitting in the water for days and days and days. And there's a lot more lipid anus in those other dogs. They they, they don't. Anus. <laughs> anus. <laughs> I'll run down here. Tomatoes. They say he likes chunks of tomatoes in her chili. I'm not a big fan of the chunks of tomatoes. Uh. You want to hear a real crazy one? My uh, sophomore year roommate um, at Ohio State was from Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm going to make up some chili New York style. And he put corn in it. 
Oh, that's vegetable <laughs> oh. soup. Uh, that that's what I told him. It's like, oh, this is great vegetable soup. This is chili. We put corn in our chili. And I'm like, <laughs> then you ain't making no chili. <laughs> what but, about spicy versus sweet? Thick versus thin. Thick, spicy, and spicy. Thick and spicy. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah, I, I like watery, water and chili. No good. Not not. The chili's not meant to be watery. It, chili can't stay watery around me too long because I throw a whole pack of crackers in it instantly and tack <laughs> it up a little bit. It's like the vamo scrub of food. You throw those cracker dust in there to dry it up and make it pasty. Yeah. I I like I like a little spice. I mean, I want some chili 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 powder, but I like sweet chili. That's another thing that my family grew up, you know, my mom and, and dad both make sweet chili, which I think again lends itself to the towards the peanut butter sandwich. If, yeah. if you know, I've had chili that has no sweet taste to it whatsoever, and I definitely, I guess, I could see dipping a grilled cheese in it. Uh, you get like a Wendy's chili that has no sweetness to it whatsoever. Which I like me a Wendy's chili. Oh, yeah, gosh. I, I like Wendy's chili. Have you looked at it? It's got all kinds of things in it that chili shouldn't have. It. It's got big old chunks of green stuff in it. It's got those are chili. chilies. <laughs> Celery or something bogus like that. So, so you so you cannot rail against an off bean in a chili and then rail against a chili pepper. <laughs> and I, I like Frisch's chili. What what kind of what kind of I did the communist <laughs> orders chili at Frisch's? There's only one soup to order at Frisch's. Well, first off, oh it's now you veg- cross the line. Vegetable soup. <laughs> chili oh, is not a word. soup, sir. It's Chili the fifth food group. Not from Frisch's. I, I had that question here, though. Have you ever heard anyone say, have you ever been somewhere and they say chili soup? Uh, no, because they wouldn't be my friend. No, I'm saying a restaurant. It'll say chili soup on the menu, and I don't know what well, the difference okay. between... You know what? I get up and leave. <laughs> chili soup. I order, it, I order it, and then I upset the bowl and just like that in one... Swoop, and then I get up and leave with it all of my shoes. Yeah, there's, there's your chili soup. I had the, the same response to chili soup as I do to codfish. What a, <laughs> what a redundant stupidity mess! People that order codfish, you've heard me rant about this before. Is it cod cow? No, there's only one kind of cod, but, and it's but a I fish. Think, I think the difference is though, is I do think that they're they're saying there's a difference between chili and chili soup well what what is the difference i think a chili soup to them and i'm not saying they're right or wrong or i agree with them but i no, think I to them they're, they're saying it's a watery or it's a more watery version of of chili to where like a real thick kind of tex-mex chili is, is a thicker meaty soup or sorry chili and then a chili soup is more of a watery you know I do not want to partake to, in chili soup. No, I. I, I Mrs. I, Wilson I just chimed in. She said that chili soup has more tomato liquid. Thank you, Miss Wilson. I feel much smarter now. You guys were wrong, and I was right. <laughs> Mrs. Wilson. Oh, how about chili spaghetti and chili mac? I've chili had spaghetti, yes, yeah. I've had chili mac as a kid. And it came out of a can, and I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to offend anybody on this, but I'm pretty sure it was right beside the Alpo. 
Well, but you can't knock the entire <laughs> Chili Mac world because you had a, an off-brand can of Chili Mac from the. It wasn't off-brand. Off. No, it I'm saying like Hormel. Take, take your chili that you like. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a can of Hormel chili. But it's but like take your chili. Vienna sausage. <laughs> Brady, listen to me. Take your chili that you make that you like that whatever you make and how you like your chili. But then yeah, the next day or whenever you put some mac and cheese or macaroni in it. It's it's. I, I've I done that. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Mac it's mac metal thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. When I think of chili mac, I actually think of the Hormel chili mac. Okay, so so let's let's branch off here just a moment. So you got Chili Mac, and you've got these various iterations of these concoctions that look like Chili Mac, and they have different, like you have Johnny Marzetti, and you have goulash. Goulash, yeah, there's another one, goulash, and I don't know the difference. Don't get me started on goulash, because goulash is a Hungarian dish, and if you make it, in traditional Hungarian style, which I have, and it about caused a riot. This is not goulash. It's like, yeah, it, it, I looked up the recipe for goulash. Our definition of goulash in the Midwest is basically macaroni and tomato juice and some beef. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I know it, but I, I was just making traditional old world goulash and it it didn't fly too well. Well, what what is the traditional old world goulash? Um, if you give me a second, I can look it up. It, it's not much different, but it, it's more than macaroni and cheese and tomato juice. So, a couple more things on my list before I before we finish the topic. In this one, I think Brady's gonna. I, I got to I got to put this out there to see how Brady chimes in. So, do you eat your chili with a soup spoon? <laughs> a regular a teaspoon or a tablespoon or a fork or a fork or a spork or a, a aquarium net knowing brady i don't know what he's gonna say i've used an aquarium net before no i'm kidding um <laughs> uh, not just a traditional spoon or a pantyhoe <laughs> a pantyhoe uh those All of right. you who are new to our show brady eats his cereal with a fork so as not to yes. have any of the milt in with his <laughs> All right. Do you want me to read? <laughs> okay. I got to confess something. I was doing breakfast, Kale, in my classroom. And I was like, I actually, <laughs> I actually said, how many chocolate milts and how many white milts? <laughs> and they looked so confused. And I caught myself. Like, I'm sorry. I just got tongue tied. And um, I actually called it chocolate milt. And um, white milt. Yeah. yeah. So, Eric, what do you eat your soup with or your chili with? Regular teaspoon? Yes. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me Brady, too. you? Yeah. Yeah. Just a standard. I don't like spoon. the round soup spoons. Ooh, and, no. I, and I don't, my mouth, believe it or not, is not big enough for the tablespoon because it hurts the edges of my of my mouth when I eat with one of those. Yeah. yeah. Spoon scraping the sides of your lips. It's <laughs> chili. And I although, hate although the cafeteria at school did have the round soup spoons on chili day. It it did, yeah. Yeah. What is the mechanical advantage of a soup spoon? Is it just because there's more dishery area where you could get more liquid in it? Because like 
you know, I, I agree with Todd as a little kid. I couldn't get one of those suckers in my mouth without giving me a sword slipe, sword slice on each side of my, you know. I, I believe that's the idea. You get more liquid along with the uh, solid part of the soup in one bite. It's more ladle-esque. Yeah, the, the round uh, five to eleven. Blake Kibler says, "I feel like I need some tums." All this talk about chilling sky gives me indigestion. Blake, wait till you get our age, and then, uh, yeah, just just yeah. talking about it will give you indigestion and heartburn. Yeah, and indeed. We'll um, be up all night now. I I have those goulash ingredients for you, and this is one I made. It, this will be quick. I won't take much time. But um, onions, green peppers, three pounds of stew meat, um, olive oil. Um, paprika, tomato paste, caraway seeds, garlic, and egg noodles. Egg noodles? Yeah. Hmm. I always thought of goulash as elbow macaronis. That must uh, be- yeah, yeah. Well, uh, around here, it very much is. Like, um, what is, what is stew meat? Is there, a, is it, it, it's cubid. Huh? It, it, it's, it's, uh, cubed. Cubed? Like, Think of what's in denty more beef stew, like those. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. Go ahead. So you're going to papa. You're going to you're going to defecate defecate (laughs) all over uh, Hormel chili, but you're going to actually bring up denty more in an argument. Denty more beef stew. Oh, it's okay because it's got a thumbprint on top of it. (laughs) Yeah, don't you remember the commercial? Denty more himself. Put his thumbprint on the top of each can. That makes it okay. <laughs> and why do I? Why? Why does Denty Moore's thumbprint make his beef stew any better? Because it does. I rest my case. The case is rested. <laughs> yeah. Does any? That's the only canned beef stew I can think of is Denty Moore. Other than like I'm sure Kroger has a brand, you know, the off brands, but there is a podcast I listen to. There is a. Big, big debate that Albertsons, which is a southern supermarket chain, has the best off-brand beef stew, and they debated Denty Moore versus Albertsons, and evidently people are very passionate about their Albertsons beef stew, but Denty Moore. I bet Hormel has a beef stew out there. It's called possum and taters. <laughs> so, last question about chili. <laughs> last question about the chili. Go ahead. <laughs> Does anyone find that chili? This is about the only food I can think of that I that I would classify it this way. I personally think chili is better the next day or as a leftover oh, than it is yeah. when it's when it's. You make a pot of chili and you eat it that right then and there when the pot's done when the, you know, when it's finished for that day. I don't think it tastes near as good as it does the next day or even in a couple. It's better warmed up, heated up, and I can't think of many foods like that. Um, it it's sits, science. sits sits in its own juices. Yeah, it like distills it like where they cease to become individual ingredients and they meld into chili. If you eat it too soon, it just tastes like beef, beans, and tomato juice. But yeah. after you let it sit. And in stew, if you will, um, yeah. becomes like. Can you think of any other single food that you could probably talk for twenty five minutes about and and still feel like you you didn't even make a dent, make a denty more, in the uh, <laughs> and his thumbprint. Yeah, in the um, 
the topic. I feel like we could talk about chili for an hour, but time is up. Time is up. It's flying. All right. I do want to remind you uh, before we get to topic number three, and uh, this is kind of the, uh, I mean, everyone's been uh, participating very nicely as Todd has been reading off the comments. We haven't had any direct. I'm missing a lot of them, guys. I apologize. I, I can't keep up. But uh, keep commenting. We'll uh, we'll chime in. But our uh, third topic is a game of Misery Index, which we have done on this podcast a couple different times before, and very popular. Always, always a lot of fun. And if you are not familiar with the Misery Index, I don't know what the science behind all this is, or. Uh, what the rubric is to determine where something occurs in the misery index. But essentially, the misery index is a measurement of how uncomfortable a situation or a, uh, a situation, let's just say situation is to a person on a scale of 1 to 100. So the way we're going to play this game is, and I think we've done it differently in the past, but I we've arrived at this tonight. Uh, if you've ever seen the game show Card Sharks, and I I will preface this by saying that anyone who's listened to the podcast knows I have a, a secret desire to be a game show host. So I generally host these games because I really enjoy doing that. But And Brady put my head on Gene Rayburn's body on my birthday, so and I thoroughly enjoyed that as well. Yes, indeed. So uh, the way we're going to play this is Card Shark style. And uh, card shark style means that we will take turns uh, taking the uh, question or the situation as it were. And the person whose question it is or situation will guess where on the misery scale that situation occurs from one to 90 or one to 100, as I said. The other person will say higher or lower. And then the one who gets it correct gets the point. So. We drew straws backstage. Todd, you get to go first. Yeah. All right. So, and I could probably even put these in the camera, and I'll, I'll hide the number. So, the situation is you are in traction. You're in traction. Brady, I believe you've been in traction before, have you not? I have. I definitely have. Hmm. I have not. So I kind of feel like Brady has an advantage on this one. I'm going to say... <laughs> 68. 68. 68 for attraction. Brady, higher, higher or lower? Higher. And the misery index for attraction is... Point five. I, I was pretty damn close. Yeah, it is pretty close. miserable at the time. Um, yeah, Whoops. yeah, did not not fun at all. Pretty uncomfortable. You couldn't move. You were hooked up to ropes. It, it was like you were doing an exercise equipment piece of equipment that ate you. Basically, is what it looks like. Not fun. So, uh, point goes to Brady. Point does go to Brady. Brady won. Todd nothing. I was close enough. <laughs> so, uh, Brady. Yes. You're up. <laughs> in, in COVID world where you are in a lot of meetings with uh, 
Zoom and uh, in our case, podcasters who yeah. uh, do things audio wise. And uh, this could be a terrible situation. <laughs> so, situation is, let me get on the camera here. You leave your mic on while pooping. And everyone hears. <laughs> oh, speaking for me personally, there's what I'm thinking, and there is probably the reality of what the answer is for me. Uh, that would be a hundred. I, I would say that um, most people. I'm gonna go eighty-five. Eighty-five. I was gonna say if you say a hundred, you pretty much absolutely have to be right because because it's gonna be. Yeah, low. and I am. But I. I okay. 85. Todd? I think if this were 10, 15 years ago, I would agree with Brady. But I think in uh, in today's world, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that – I don't think it would bother people as much anymore. I mean they're – I'm going to say 64. Six, all right, so you're saying lower. Lower, yes. Yeah, sorry. Lower. I forgot the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you leave your mic on while pooping, and everyone hears the misery index is yeah. 49. See, wow. Yeah. See, you got to be in touch with today, Brady, not, not, not when we were younger. That would have traumatized us when we were younger. But so Are you saying it's a, it has to do with age or it has to do with the current situation? Not, not, not so current as in I'm not talking about anything that's going on now per se in the country or the world. I'm just saying like with technology, with – I, I just don't think people have as much shame as they used, they used to. I mean, like, you know, I, there's not as much secretive. There's not as, there's not many secrets kept like like there used to be. Secrets back in the day, awesome. back in the day when when a man went to the bathroom or a woman went to the bathroom, you locked your door, you locked your bedroom door, you locked your house, you put ropes out at the end of your driveway, the boat up, yeah, <laughs> the drawbridge, you, you the turned the, to the field. You turned the TV up as loud as you could. <laughs> you turned the water in the bathroom on. Turn the water in the bathroom on, yes. And you still were as silent as possible. <laughs> well, that's that's still me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Todd, round two. Misery index All situation right. is... Gout. Where does gout? I wear these brown orthopedic shoes. <laughs> I'm going to go right in the middle and say 50. 50. 50. 50. Higher or lower, Brady? Um, I have no personal experience with this. I've only heard people talk about it, and I'm going to go higher because I had somebody tell me it was like the worst thing ever. Like that, they would rather pass a kidney stone than have gout. So I'm going to go higher. Higher is Brady's answer, and I have had the gout. The gout is painful. Uh, <laughs> is there any other condition where you put the in front of it as much as the gout? Like, think about it. You don't say I had the strep throat, or you don't say you know I had the the COVID. <laughs> May I say one? It's going to give. Sorry. It... <laughs> Probably not. It involves <laughs> it involves putting two hands together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not the gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I was thinking the piles. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that after too many gummy bears? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, there's nothing pile. Nothing piles up when you've had too many gummy bears. The scientific uh, the pools. Name for hemorrhoids, actually. I. <laughs> Eric Kirsten says I, that you had the gout. Kirsten says. Kirsten what? says you had the gout during. She says you had the gout during your kindergarten campout. I did. Painful. Especially walking on uneven ground out there. Painful. Should it have been called the kindergarten camp gout? <laughs> Pretty much. All, with all K's. Kindergarten camp gout. <laughs> gout. Nice. <laughs> Nicely played. <laughs> all right. I got to pull this thing back together. All right. So uh, Todd says fitty. Brady says higher. Misery index 48.5. That's an upset. It is an upset. So Todd takes the I've, I've... Two to one lead. And uh, there's our score. That was within a point and a half. Within one and a half. You were. Should get extra bonus points for that. Yeah. All right. Howard right. William McLean Jr. says piles or hemorrhoids. Hemrods, yes. Hemrods. All right, Brady. Yes. Your misery index situation is. Gotta find my camera. Your anesthesia wears off during your appendectomy. Um, I had my appendix removed about let's see, four years ago, and um. It wasn't fun with anesthetic. That's going to be about as close to 100. I'm going to go 95. 95 is Brady's Misery Index guess. Todd, anesthesia wears off during appendectomy. Nah. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it would matter what... I don't think it would matter what surgery it is. I mean, I think that the whole point of it is the anesthesia wearing off. Um, I'm going to say it's it's, it's lower. I'm going to say 84. 84. Even though you don't have to give a number, it's much appreciated. <laughs> Misery index, 72. 72. I, I feel like a wuss. Yeah, but you're see, you're judging your answer. You based your answer on how rough the surgery was for you. I don't think I think the whole idea is is you're waking up. It could be during a, a yeah. ankle surgery, uh whatever. I think, you know, so I'm assuming you don't. I'm assuming they put you down pretty quick again if you wake up. <laughs> put you down. <laughs> put you down. <laughs> like an old nag. Got to put him down. Uh, All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, who was that? Todd, you're up. And we're, okay. we're at the halfway point here. So the misery index situation is you lose your pinky, and there's a little. Little drawing there with the uh, <laughs> I appreciate the drawing. Digit. <laughs> I don't know that I could give an accurate score if I didn't have the, the yeah, illustration I, I there. I show you the drawing there, it's just to help you in your guess. Now, so pinky, I'm going to say it, de- it depends on where you lose it. Um, where you lose it, and what you're doing when you lose it, not where you lose it, or when, like, if like you, your do you lose it because. No, like, do you lose it because you, you know, didn't take good care of it and it just fell off? Do you lose it in a quick, you know, a quick 
Samurai sword team. accident. If you didn't practice proper pinky maintenance and it just rotted off. <laughs> pinky yeah. mouth thesis. Do you lose it opening up a can of Denty Moore beef stew? Oh. Uh, you know, do you, I don't know. I'm going to say, print, not a thumb print. I'm going to say 39. <laughs> 39. 30 Brad Todd thinks his pinky is a non essential digit. Brady, higher or lower? I don't think it's going to be much higher, but I think it's going to be higher. Higher. Misery index, you lose your pinky. Seven, oh, one. wow. Oh, good God. Like coming awake during appendectomy and then let's say that this is. Hey, goodness. don't argue with the misery index. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been another good. Oh, Howard whoa, wait a minute. Jr. He's not that far ahead. <laughs> Actually, Says rate ahead there. Rate anesthesia wearing off during a vasectomy, he says. Then you, then we're talking. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, not, not enough frozen bags of peas in the world to deal with that. <laughs> right yeah. on, Kirsten. I know if I lose my pinky, you'll keep it you'll keep it safe for me, Kirsten. <laughs> uh, inside joke there. A macabre story from Cabra. Okay. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> All right. Brady, whose turn? Yes. Brady, okay. Brady's turn. Misery index. Your worst clown nightmare comes true. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Need there be more? <laughs> 50. 50. Mm. Now if I said a doll with smile nightmare come true. 100. I'm in a hundred, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Todd, your worst clown nightmare comes true, higher or lower than 50. I'm going to say, I've never looked at a list or looked at the science behind it, but I'm going to say fear of clowns is a pretty uh, a pretty intense and a pretty high, uh, I think it's up there on the list of, of fears and phobias. John so I'm going to say higher. I'm going to say higher. Yeah, I'm higher. Your worst clown mayor... Your worst clown nightmare comes true. Misery clown mayor. Clown mayor, yes, exactly. Uh, your misery index number is... Ooh. 87. Yeah. 87. So Brady was getting closer there. Now he's two behind once again. Score four to two. It's time for a rally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about this one earlier. And Speaking that, of rallies, I'd like to have a rally burger right now. <laughs> these, are, these are just luck of the draw. Okay, so Todd, mm -hmm. your misery index situation. <laughs> oh, I can't see it. <laughs> your pants in public. <laughs> your pants in public. Man. <laughs> now, I, to me, you know, if you look at the draw, <laughs> it does not like look like it looks like it should say or like, <laughs> hang on a minute, there. All right, I gave tell the number. The, I gave the number. So you, I didn't you, look. Honestly, I didn't look. But I, I didn't see it. Uh, All right, good. You gave. You said it's the other thing, but it's it's in the back. <laughs> it looks to me like somebody sat on an egg. Could be or had gummy sugar free gummy bears. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Uh, st- your pants in public, Todd. Misery index. Okay, so now I know that misery index doesn't give any more details than what you read, but I have to wonder when I when I st- my pants do the people do people see me st- my pants? Do they say, "Oh, he, everybody collectively like he just st- his pants," or is it? Can I get by with it? Nobody knows. I just happen to be in public. How and I obvious? Can going about look- my business and go home and change. How obvious does that look right there? It's pretty obvious. Walk up behind. Pretty you. obvious. It's even running it looks outside. Looks like somebody sat on a mustard packet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's. A, it looks like it's a baby. Expelation. Like a... <laughs> yeah, it does look a little baby-ish. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to go with what I, it worked for me last time. I'm going to say that the, the people don't have any shame anymore, and, and, and you know, it would have been something that would have been absolutely, uh, you know, Taboo. it would have, it would have, I would have frozen in, in just fear and shame had it happened 10, 15 years ago. But I, I would say now, if it happened to somebody, I'm going to say 60. <laughs> 60. Brady higher or lower? 60. Okay, now I'm going to give you my answer in a second, but these are the mental questions you have to ask. Misery index. Are we talking about the misery of humiliation or true misery where you expelled leg lava? That's <laughs> like, you know, it, it's like where it's a miserable experience of, a, of a, you know, touch and smell and just everything. Or was there a lot um, of involved? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, like like what what was the lead up to this? This was just the payoff. The the journey there might have been pretty horrific. Um, so if we're looking <laughs> at misery, you know, I, I'm thinking of my own misery and not necessarily embarrassment. So I am going to go higher, higher, higher than sixty. So uh, your pants in public. Apparently, the world has. Even less shame than Todd thinks it has. Misery index. Thirty-two. Oh, scary! How well I. Scary! How well I know society. (laughs) It's pretty scary. Oh man. Okay. So now our score five to two. Brady, you're. I'm falling behind. Like that stain on the pants. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. It's uh, Brady. Yes. Your misery index situation. Your landlord. <laughs> in your food. Your landlord secretly pees in your food. Yes. If this was called you know felony index, um, I, I'll answer this quickly. Oh, don't I'm, be so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's a couple things that come into my mind, but number one, <laughs> um, no, um, I, I, I'm going to say that it's pretty high because you might, okay, it, and it depends on, you know, the perspective that um, is it, 
is it misery because you found out afterwards or is that is it a miserable situation when it happens i'm gonna say it's pretty high i'm gonna say 85 85 todd all right so first off what did you do to make the landlord mad where he would do that he or she would do that the picture looked like it was a, a guy because they were standing up <laughs> um uh, again a great picture yeah (laughs) (laughs) looks like he's having some trouble what's the bending over about i don't quite understand is he landlords are old aren't they well i was gonna yeah he has an enlarged Um, looks if that's the case it's only a couple drips then (laughs) (laughs) ew so I got to share a Miss Wilson story here. She said she walked into a Target, <laughs> oh. a Target women's restroom and saw a person washing out their underwear and pants because they did that. I'm assuming the last card. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that, that, that is so Walmart. That's going to say that sounds more like Walmart than Target. Uh. Uh, by the way, I have nothing against Walmart or Target. I shop at both of them. Yeah. Let's Target. See I'm going to say I, I keep going back to this, and I, I apologize for our listeners that I. But this is this has led me, this uh, this has guided me, and I've done well with this. I'm going to say again, I can see this happening on Big Brother or something, and everybody, the world eating it up and thinking it's great. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say forty four, forty four lower, lower. Uh, so Brady said eighty five. Todd says. Uh-huh. Your landlord secretly pees in your food. Misery number is. Can't say it. Oh. Maybe. Right. I now wasn't my, close, but I'll take it. Yeah. My, my question is if he's secretly peeing in your food, how miserable can it be? Because you don't really know that True. he's doing it. So I think Kirsten, if they've revealed it to you. Kirsten says that uh, I can't help but picture Schneider from one day at a time peeing in people's food. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> Kirsten was he the landlord he he was the maintenance guy I thought he was the maintenance man it would be more like uh Furley or not Furley uh Mr. Yeah, Furley yeah. on, Furley on Three's company peeing yeah, in people's or food, Mr. Right? Roper or Mr. Roper Mr. Roper yeah <laughs> oh, very funny Kirsten that's that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, she just said, I hope Mr. Roper didn't do that on Three's Company, so she'll be pleased with our uh, – I'm sure that was happening before we spoke about it. I'm sure Larry might have liked it too much. Okay, Todd, are you willing to go along with a five-point question here for our last question? I am. I, I mean, You're we're only in an hour and 14 minutes. We're still like 30 minutes away from our usual uh... – <laughs> That's true. That's true. So uh, – or we could do another round. That's fine. Let's do another round. Let's do another round. We got this. We got this room booked until nine. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, Brady. Yes, sir. In in our world of uh, twenty three and Me and whatnot, you take a DNA test, and your dad is not your dad. What is your misery index? Well, you guys have always teased me about this. You the DNA helix to help you in your choice. Yeah. Um, that, that, that would be pretty uh, earth-shattering news, I think. Um, I'm going to go 60. 
60. Todd, higher or lower? I think it depends on uh, your age when you find out. I'm going to say higher. Higher. So you take a DNA test. Your dad's not your dad. And misery index is oh. 66. Brady, you were on the right track. Just a little short. Just a little short. All right. Todd is absolutely running away. He's running away with it. This game. So we'll make this the last question for all the marbules. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Make it a good one. It's a good one. Okay, Todd, your misery index situation is you are mauled by a crazed chimp. Ooh. <laughs> Man, I remember I remember reading, you know, seeing the story about this happening uh, a few years back with the lady who uh, unfortunately wasn't she like one of the first face transplant. Uh, yes. Um, and I don't think it worked out. I don't think it worked out real well for. Her. I think that like years later, like that, it, it like she had some some further trouble, and I don't. Even, I'm not sure if she even yeah. made it eventually. But uh, man, I that's gonna be pretty high. I want to say mauled by a chimp. <laughs> Eighty. <laughs> Eighty nine. Eighty-nine. Brady mauled by a crazed chimp, higher or lower than eighty-nine. As opposed to mauled by a mild-mannered chimp. Um, Lancelot Link. You know, I'm going to go against my gut here because it seems like I've been aiming high all night. These experiences seem miserable to me. So I'm going to go for pure gamesmanship, and I'm going to say lower. Lower than eighty-nine. Mauled by a crazed chimp, and Brady's gamesmanship works. Misery Index says 76.5. Mauled by the crazed chimp. I would like to say for the record, though, I still think the worst thing, it doesn't get much more miserable than waking up during your appendectomy. I think they totally missed the boat on that one. I Again, you cannot argue with the misery yeah, index. So, but if that's the case, but if that's the case, though, so are you saying an appendectomy is the is is the worst surgery you could have? No, no, I'm not saying that. But anything that where you cut into your coelom, your 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 core muscles, yeah. you know. Um, oh yeah, I, going to that. I don't deny the the. Uh, but I would think there would be worse surgeries to wake up from. Oh yeah, if you're gonna yeah, wake up like, from a surgery. Well, like there's some brain surgeries know. where I don't know. have very many. <laughs> True. Yeah. Many brain surgeries or many surgeries in general. Well, one where they have to keep you awake and they do like your 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 cranium, your brain's exposed, and they put these little electrodes in there and see what twitches. Like that. I mean, you know, that sounds absolutely awful, but but there are no know, receptors in your brain. Exactly. So, but then, you know, you have to think that getting like a, like a, a screw put into your little toe, 
would be pretty horrific judging by how it feels when you stub your toe. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, it, well, he's not so bad. David Finn says, David Finn says he woke up during his colonoscopy. Ooh. Oh, Oh, that's, that's, that's a little horrific that- right there. Oh, that's way up there, man. It's like, ju- just relax. Just relax. Mrs. Wilson <laughs> chimes in again. She's been a uh, Mrs. Wilson. Thank you for giving thank so you. much uh, uh, wisdom here tonight with this. She says, "Aren't there, aren't there less nerves in the stomach? Therefore, it would be less painful." See, that was my next I question. Don't know. So, I honest, if you were laid open, let, let let's say that you're just exposed. You're it, you're anesthetized to the cutting in in your midsection. Your internal organs are exposed. If you took like a needle and stuck it into your liver. Like, do those have pain receptors? Like, so your appendix, if you poke it, does it hurt? Or is it just the getting there? It, it, it's the journey and not the destination. It's so see, painful. See, this may be TMI, uh, and, and I don't think C would mind me. You know, see it. Both of our kids were born C-section, and she was awake. I mean, and... Everything in her stomach is laying on a metal cart beside the operating table while they're – I mean like it's – they just take everything out and set it over there and move the baby out. I mean and, and you know, and I happen to look accidentally and see the reflection in the, uh, in the light above and about lost it. But uh, so I can't imagine if you could now. be awake during a C-section that waking up during <laughs> – I can't imagine but waking up during any stomach surgery would be much different than that. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean yeah, that, that's a good point. To think about Women are tough. Yeah. They are tough. Yeah. I'll give them that. Much tougher, tougher than yeah. probably a woman who woke up from her appendectomy would take it much better than a man would. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although I think I showed my toughest tonight when I when I laughed off losing my thumb or my pinky, I, you know. <laughs> well, that is true. I showed my toughness. Inconsequential digit. Although it didn't actually happen. I'm sure I would cry about it for the rest of my life if it happened. Uh, yeah. No more pinky rings for you, sir. All right. <laughs> that's just, because it's 1976 and we all need our pinky rings. Exactly. All right. Good show, gentlemen. Uh, we yes. appreciate all of you who joined us. Uh, look, I can see the numbers up there. I can see the, the comments, but we're at nine right now. We were up to... I think at one point fifteen or sixteen. So uh, maybe we can make more of a habit yeah. of this. Thank you guys. Uh, certainly Thank you. The input the comments. The, it certainly added to what we were doing here, and we uh, sometimes ramble on, and you all made it much more no. common. Yeah, no. uh, the hell you say. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, I forgot to do the house <laughs> beginning, but we'll do the housekeeping at the end. On audio, you can find us on Anchor.fm backslash Play It By Your Podcast. Spotify, which is our biggest provider, according to our numbers. In addition to that, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app. And most anywhere you find your podcasts, there are about 10 others. I'm not sure Stitcher, I think, was one of the more more recent ones, but uh, certainly tune in on any of those. On video, uh, you can find us on YouTube. Search out Play It By Your Podcast. Follow our channel. Get notified when our video versions come out. Social media. Did I miss something? Uh, Must have missed something. On Facebook, you can search us at Play It By Your Podcast. I got to share it here. Uh, Go I got to be honest. Uh, 
Howard William McLean Jr., you've been uh, uh, entertaining me all evening here reading your comments. Uh, he says, women are tough. Some feel nothing during the childbirth, and some feel nothing during the conception. <laughs> I think that's more a male problem than a female problem there. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, that's, I think that would work for the last comment of the night. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find us at Play By Your Pod number two. And at Instagram, you can find us at Play By Your Podcast with underscores between all the words. You can interact with us via email, playbyyourpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can also. High leave- five, Todd. High five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can leave a voice message, click the link at your podcast provider. You can find that on our homepage on your provider there's a link there and we haven't had a voice message in a while hopefully uh, some of you who are leaving very good typed comments will leave us a voice message i'm sure that would be infinitely more humorous to hear it coming with your voice rather than your uh, your keyboard so with that a very successful play by ear live and again uh, i believe we should make more of a habit of this uh, um, thoroughly it- enjoyed it if you were with us tonight and this is your first time with us in this podcast arena, I highly urge you go back and check out our back catalog. We have 29 previous episodes and um, there's something there for everybody there. It, it, it's been pretty enjoyable and we appreciate all of you being our earbuds. And um, we've really appreciated all the kind words and comments and we promise we're not dawdling. There will be merchandise soon. Yes, we do keep talking about merchandise, and we've not followed through with that. But we do need to follow through with that. So we will. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. Pleasure as always. Look for episode number 31. Actually, number 30 will be coming down the pike here shortly. Those of you who watched, obviously, have seen it already. But episode 30 coming down the pike, 31, right after that. Look for it. Peace out. Go hug somebody. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.